What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Top 10. This is a weekly podcast where myself, uh, Kyle White, and a guest discuss our Top 10 uh, in random topics. This week, my guest is Martin Tracy. Hi, Kyle. Thanks for having me. Uh, happy to be here. Yeah, I'm going to do a Top 10 of the my favorite Beatles songs. The reason for that, I've been a long-life, pretty much Beatles fan um, ever since the late 70s, early 80s. And I also uh, am an author these days, so obviously I was inspired by um, when I was a songwriter and played in bands, the Beatles inspired me, but they now also inspire my books. The most obvious one is um, I do the Judd Stone series, um, and Judd Stone, the protagonist and anti-hero of the books, just like me, is a big fan of the Beatles. Um, So a few things pop up in the books. where you can find them on www.martintracy.co.uk or of course my author page on amazon.com and UK and, and all the other Amazon platforms across the world. So yeah. All right, that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> yeah, so um, when you uh, mentioned the Beatles, um, I immediately thought, let's do a Beatles songs list. Um, I grew up listening to the Beatles. Um, uh, my mom grew up in the 60s, 70s, listening to the Beatles. And when I was a kid, that was what we listened to in the car. We, uh, She had one of their greatest hit CDs, and we'd throw it in the uh, CD player, and we'd listen to it anytime we got in the car. Uh, so I have a lot of memories with the Beatles. Um, mm-hmm. And this list is definitely my favorite Beatles songs. Um, it's not necessarily what I consider to be the best of the best Beatles songs, but these mm-hmm. are the 10 songs I'm going to choose to listen to. Um, and uh, the Beatles are great. Um, they put out some fantastic music. and mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to claim to know a ton about each of these songs. Um, I just know that they sound good and I like them. And, uh, so, I mean, if you do know, you know little tidbits about the songs, feel free to mention it. Um, okay. But yeah, if you want to get started with your number 10. Yeah, my number ten. By the way, it's like um, trying to change, trying to choose your favourite child, then it trying to choose a Beatles song. Oh, yeah. There's so many, and there's so many good ones, and and you're talking fine margins to try and come up with the top ten. But I've kind of, I think I can give the explanations as to why I have. But uh, in at number ten for me was "Don't Let Me Down," um, okay. which is um, you'll see a trend develop through mine where I'm, I'm kind of pro Lennon more than I like Lennon and McCartney but Lennon is the one who his lyrics and the way he approaches songs tend to um, float my boat the most um, but Don't Let Me Down it really defines that rooftop concert they've done which is um, it's just got a bit of credence with the um, the Get Back documentary that's been released um, and I think that uh, features within it there are obviously other songs like Get Back but for me Don't Let Me Down um, it really nails it as uh, the epitome of that uh, rooftop concert that they've done uh, right. on the top of Savile Row. Yeah, that, uh, that's a great song. Uh, spoilers, it, it's not on my list, but it is a very, very good song. Um, my number 10 is uh, Eight Days a Week. Ah, um, okay. I really, really like this song. Um, I didn't know this till I looked it up, but it was originally released only in the UK on an album called Beatles for Sale, um, mm-hmm. which didn't release in the U- in the US. It released uh, later in the US on uh, Beatles yeah. Six. I think that's is that what it is, Beatles Six. Um, but uh, this song is fantastic. I like 
um, I like a lot of like their smoother songs and um, yeah. this, this one's just uh, light and um, just a good message and I like it yeah. a lot. Oh. It's um it's it's funny you should mention that one because I could have had that on my list for the reason being, um I've been lucky enough um to actually sing on the Cavern stage in Liverpool where the Beatles obviously uh, cut their teeth. Oh wow! Um, and the song I sang with the resident band was Eight Days a Week. Oh wow! That's, <laughs> so, yeah. That's it's really kind cool. of one. I, I'm not a great singer, Kyle, but it's one I can kind of fit into my register. Yeah. I don't do it as good as the Beatles either, but um, <laughs> certainly a very good choice by you, sir. Yeah. Uh, so um, yeah. a lot of my choices, um, I have two young daughters, and so a lot of my choices are going to be songs that I like to sing with my kids. Um, mm -hmm. So that's one that I sing with my kids a lot. Excellent. All right, so you're number nine. My number nine is um, from my favourite Beatles album, actually, simply because it's my favourite Beatles album because it is the most melodic, and that is A Hard Day's Night. And the song I've chosen, again, very difficult because, again, there's such beautiful melodies across that album. Um, but the melody on this particular song and the, the tightness of the harmonies are just out of this world, um, and that's If I Fell. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a really good one too. Uh, so yeah, um, I don't know that I have any songs from that album on my list. Um, it is a really good one, um, but yeah, so that's a solid choice. Um, I I have a feeling there's going to be songs that you mention that because the Beatles just have so much to choose from that I'm just like, dang it, I didn't even think of that. Um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, so yeah, so uh, my number nine is Help. Um, I love this song. Um, this is one, uh, not the most memorable with my mom, but it's one of probably the top three mm -hmm. songs I would sing with my mom. Um, and so mainly for nostalgia reasons, this gets on the list for me. I just, I really, really, really love this song. It's a great song, Help. Um... And of course, I've mentioned the Hard Days Night album, Help being the other film. Yeah. Um, they're the two sort of standout movies, certainly their first two movies anyway. And I know Lennon used to introduce it when they came to America and uh, with the British Invasion, as they called it. Um, and I remember him saying something along the lines of, um, we've already done a song from a black and white film and this one is now in colour and they, they sang Help. Um, oh, wow. It might have been the Shea Stadium, um, I'm not sure. Yeah. But, um, yeah, great, great good choice, Kyle. Very good choice. All right. So, uh, your number eight. My number eight is Come Together. Um, That's a fantastic a choice. Album. Yeah, I, I had to have it in there somewhere. Um, the lyrics are so wacky and out there, but they, <laughs> but yeah. they, but they're also so good at the same time. Um, so I like, I like this, just the centre, it's like a positive message, isn't it? Come together, it's like everyone come together, it's, it's right. such a positive vibe. And I actually like Paul McCartney's bass lines on it, really, really good. I think Paul McCartney's, uh, although obviously he's known as a renowned musician and songwriter, etc. I think as a bass player, he's quite underrated. He's yeah. a, I think he's a really good bass player. So, I completely um, yeah, agree with that. He definitely, yeah. I feel like when people mention, you know, greatest bass players, he never gets mentioned, but mm. he, he definitely deserves to be in that... Um, 
but I think because of his um, overall musicality, you know, he no one thinks about him playing the bass. They think about you know songwriter and everything. And mm-hmm. uh, but like you said, he is a fantastic bass player. All right, so my number eight is from the album Abbey Road, and it is Here Comes the Sun. Good choice. Um, I love this song. Um, Again, it's one that I sing with my girls, and Mm -hmm. um, just light, and uh, sometimes I just want, you know, nice, relaxing music, and this is that for me. Excellent, yeah. George Harrison, of course, singing it as well. Yeah. No, it's a good one. So we we got the same album there, Abbey Road. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. So you're number seven. Yeah, my number seven is again I've gone for um, something with some way out lyrics, um, which again to I think are amazing lyrics, and it's I am the Walrus. Um, All right, that's a great yeah, choice. It's just so innovative. The arrangements yeah. on it would be, um, and George Martin obviously as he did with so many of their songs, especially the later songs, he plays a part in that with um, some of the cello arrangements, etc. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just just a really good good song for me. I am yeah. always. Um, that was probably the last song I cut um, from my top mm-hmm. 10. Um, so it would have been my number 11. Um, that is a really fantastic choice. Thank uh, you. So my number seven is also from Abbey Road. And it's um, Golden Slumbers. Um, I I love this song. Um, I actually, the first time I heard this was not by the Beatles. It was in an animated movie um, called Sing. Um, that it, I believe it's Jennifer Hudson singing it. Oh, um, okay. But it's, I, and I was like, what is this? This is fantastic. And I found it, um, that it was Beatles. And I was like, I can't believe I've never heard this. And ever since I've just love this song um i think it's pretty underrated um and uh if you're a beatles fan you haven't heard this you should go listen to it because it is Mm. just one of my absolute favorites yeah good choice and it sets up that um that second side of abbey road where there's the songs go into one another yeah and um golden slumbers is kind of the gateway to that massive um, sort of crescendo towards the end of the right um, climax of, the, of that record. It's a brilliant album, isn't it? Um, so it's no surprise you've got that on there. Um, yeah. It's a good one. All right. So you're number six. Yeah, my number six I've gone for In My Life. Um, just a beautiful song. And yes. I think it's um, similar to, what, to uh, Help. It shows Lennon, which he was willing to do a lot, show a little bit of vulnerability in his in his lyrics. He's quite an honest songwriter, I think, and um, it's quite autobiographical. Um, although he's still quite a young man when he writes it, um, right. but it is uh, just a cracking song in my life. Yeah, that's my number six choice. Yeah, that fantastic choice. Um, really, really good song. Um, it's another one that I kind of came to later. Um, mm. but it is a solid choice. Um, I'm kind of glad that like, I mean, we may have crossover later in the list, but I'm kind of glad mm. we haven't mentioned any same songs cause it gets more recognition for all these great songs. Uh-huh. Um, so that's kind of neat that that's happened so far. 
Um, so my number six is Obladi Ablada. Um, I love this song. Um, just how you were talking about wacky lyrics earlier. Mm. Um, just I can remember as a kid, you know, thinking that that was the silliest thing ever um, mm. and singing it and just lots of memories with that song. So, um, yeah, I just I really like that one. Yeah, my, one of my daughters really likes that song, actually. Yeah. Because um, it, it is just the simplicity of it. Right. Yeah, you can just get into it right away, can't you? Yep. So, yeah, okay, understood. Oh, bloody, oh, bloody. All right. Do you want my number, You're my number, number five? five? Yeah, so, going, considering we haven't uh, crossed so far, we're going to know. Okay. <laughs> so, I've actually gone for help. All right. <laughs> gone for help. I mean, it had to be in there for me. Um, yeah. And I like that oxymoron of it, really, when, when it's quite an upbeat number. Actually, when you listen to the lyrics, um, it is John Lennon, literally, and he said this himself, literally crying for help. Um, yeah. And I think I like, I like that contrast of, actually, if you listen to the lyrics, very different to the, the beat of the song and, and, and the, the sort of vibe of the song. Um, you know, you could slow it down and it would and mean a whole lot something different. Um, but it's just a great song anyway. It just, just really is a great song, Help. So that's my number five. So we've got we've got we've got a we've got a match there, Kyle. All right. I, I have a feeling we might have a few more later. Um, but uh, my number five is probably the number one song I sang with my mom, um, and that is "Yellow Submarine." Um, oh, cool. I love this song. Um, I love the film too. It's mm -hmm. wild, but it's mm. really good. Um, but this song just as a kid, you know, just, I can just remember yelling, we all live in a yellow submarine and just, oh, I just, every time I hear it, I get transported right back there in the passenger seat mm. with my mom. And it's just it's a fantastic song. Excellent. I don't know if you had the same in the States, um, but certainly um, I'm clearly a little bit older than you, Kyle. Um, <laughs> growing up in the seventies, uh, at, at, at primary school, we called it, I, I think you might call it a different school, what my first school. Uh -huh. um, every PE lesson, physical education lesson, um, you'd have Yellow Submarine and Octopus's Garden played, guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. <laughs> by the teacher. <laughs> it was um, something that kids in Britain definitely were exposed to at a very yeah. early age. Yeah. Octopus's Garden's another one that was really close to making my list. Yeah, um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's. Uh, we'd call it primary or elementary, either, either one. Okay. Um, yeah. It, uh, it kind of varies depending on where you are, but uh, but yeah. So uh, that was my number five. My number four is from the Help album and therefore the Help film again. Um, and it's it's probably not um, an obvious choice, but um, I just love the rhythmic guitar and it, I find it quite hypnotic and infectious. And it's such it's such a quick sharp song as well. And it is you've got to hide your love away. Uh, okay. so that's my I don't. Before. I actually don't know if I know that song. Okay, there's one for you to um, go and listen to. Yeah, Kyle, after I, the show. <laughs> absolutely, I will because I love yeah. new music always, and especially Beatles songs I don't know definitely intrigues me. Um, so you said it's from the Help album. It is, yeah. All right. Okay, so my number four is also from the Help album, um, and it is Yesterday. Um, oh. Classic. This, yeah, this song, um, 
kind of got me through high school. Um, I, I've had a lot of uh, bouts with depression, and mm -hmm. this song just really helped me a lot. Um, and uh, so I just there's a, like a soft spot in my heart for this song. Mm. Um, and anytime it comes on, some days I'm like, nope, can't do this today. Um, mm. But some days I'm like, yep, this is exactly what I need. Uh, and so that's just a really, really great song. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's, um, it's world renowned, that song, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Covered by Sinatra, different people, Elvis, I think, as well. Yep. So, um, oh, yeah, really good choice there. Solid choice. Absolutely no doubt about it. All right. So, um, since I just mentioned it, um, how did you feel about the film yesterday where the Beatles didn't exist? Yeah, I mean, um, it's a good watch. Um, yeah, I agree. Different. Yeah, um, it's not. I mean, it. I suppose um, what you want to keep doing, although there's something quite evergreen about the Beatles. I suppose with different generations as they go on, you what you want, you've got to keep finding ways, really, for the new generations to understand um, the impact that they've had. Right. And, and, and you've got to find different ways, I guess, to do that. And I guess that's what was done with this film. Um, yeah. Um, it's a very interesting, clever idea. Um, yeah. It it kind of came yeah. out of nowhere for me. Um, I didn't yeah. I, I never, you know, it is a very creative idea. And um, when I saw it, I, I saw it with my mom because that just, we wanted to go see a movie mm -hmm. about the Beatles. And um, the I really liked when he looks up uh the band oasis and they don't exist yeah. and i'm like oh <laughs> yeah. that that was really really clever um yeah and so that was i liked that a lot but yeah i mean i yeah, thought it was a good well, film yeah. i thought it, like you said it's a fun watch um it's not like an award-winning film or anything but it it's definitely if you like the beatles i would recommend watching it it, it was a good one definitely and yeah there'd been there'd have been no oasis no yeah. beatles no oasis it's, right. it's just a given yep <laughs> Yeah, brilliant. All right, so you're number three, I believe. Yeah, it's my number three. I believe it's on the Rubber Soul album. Um, again, it's for me a little sharp, little two minutes of genius. And it it uh -huh. kind of tells a whole story within two minutes and 20 seconds or something like that. And it's Norwegian Wood. Um, okay, so another like one that I don't know that I've heard before. Uh, another one for you to go and listen yeah. to, Kyle. All right. What's interesting about that is... Um, I mean, the song in itself carries itself, but what what I guess gives it another dynamic is it's probably it could be the very first song, which is certainly one of the first songs that George Harrison brings a sitar, okay. uh, the Indian instrument, to 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 one of the records, um, yeah. and it's on this album. Uh, but sorry, it's on this uh, single um, or this song, Norwegian Wood. So yeah, it's a it's a good good little ditty. Norwegian. All right, that, uh... I just love the title of it as well. The title is yeah. just. Just that in itself, yeah. All right, yeah. That uh, I actually like sitar a lot, so that mm -hmm. even like intrigues me more. I'm like, I gotta go listen to this. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I like this now. I it's the good kind of homework. Um, so my number three is Hey Jude. Um, this I did not know was released as a single. Um, it was not on an album. It was just released as Hey Jude. And I just love this song. This is one that I definitely sing with my girls. Um, and I 
think it's hilarious in that movie that we were talking about yesterday when they change it to mm-hmm. Hey Dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I just, that that song just, and then when he starts breaking down and screaming, you know, at the end, mm. at the end there, I, I just get so into it. Um, mm. And I just, I really, really enjoyed that song. Oh, it's a brilliant song. It nearly, it, it was on my shortlist. Oh and yeah. It, it could, on another day, it could have easily made my top ten. You know, it's, right. it's a brilliant song, very iconic. Um, and, and yeah, so good, good solid choice by you again. Really All right. Good. So your number two, I believe. Yeah, my number two is a day in the life. Um, okay. Which is on uh, Sergeant Pepper's, I believe mm-hmm. it is. Um, I think again, real clever song songwriting. John Lennon literally took a newspaper and wrote a song from what he read on the newspaper. But it's so much more than that. Um, melody, the piano arrangement, and, and um, I don't know if you're familiar with the song, but there's the bit in the middle where there's lots of orchestra going on and a few clashes, but that's on purpose because what John Lennon had said to George Martin was, "I want I want it to sound like the end of the world." Oh, wow. And when you listen to it, it's probably the closest you can get <laughs> in yeah. 1968 or whatever it was on record to try and um, create the end of the world um, for that sound. Um, so, yeah, just just brilliant, another brilliant song of Lennon's genius uh, married to George Martin's genius as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that's um, an incredible choice. And I didn't know that about you know, sounding like the end of the world. And so now again, I want to go listen to this and mm-hmm. uh, just see, you know, and that's, that's really cool. And there, there's just so many things like that with the Beatles where there's mm. these interesting tidbits of fact that, you know, if mm. you're just a casual fan, which I am, you don't know these things. So it's uh, really neat to get to know that and then go kind of hear the song from a different point of view. And, um, it makes it even more that much more impactful mm-hmm. so all right my number two is from the album revolver and it is eleanor rigby oh, um, great, choice. great choice i just absolutely love this song um any other day it could have flipped with my number one um mm. it they're they're pretty much interchangeable um mm. but just the the strings in this song, mm-hmm. uh, just I, I really really enjoy strings in music, and they just it, I mean near perfection for me. Um, I just and, and it's it's so sad, but mm-hmm. but the message is just so impactful, and mm-hmm. I just I really 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 enjoyed this one. Oh, brilliant choice again. Again, that could have made my top 10 on another day. Um, it's easier if you do a top 50, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I could, yeah, I um, yeah, yeah, but no, it's a, it's a really good choice. Um, Ellen, it's a brilliant song, and like you say, the message in it and the sentiment. Um, right. So, so good. Excellent, right. The top top one, top one yeah, spot. We'll see which one that we think is our favorite. So I've gone for Strawberry Fields Forever. Okay. Um, I think it's a creme de la creme of um, of songs, lyrics, uh, experimental arrangements 
of what the later Beatles did. Um, and it gives another wonderful insight into John Lennon's childhood. You know, uh, McCartney done Penny Lane and um, yeah. John Lennon did Strawberry Fields Forever and that, that was like homage to their home city, Liverpool. And I'm living in Britain, I've had the good fortune to go on all the tours and, and actually visit both Penny Lane and Shawby Fields. Um, it's just them cheeky little lines like Lennon put in of, um, it's nothing to get hung about. That was actually because his Aunt Mimi used to say to him, you shouldn't go playing in the, because it used to be an orphanage and say, you shouldn't uh -huh. go playing in the grounds and all that kind of thing, you know, it's private land and that. And he used to say, oh, they can't hang, hang you for it. So he actually, oh, wow. that's how he came up with that sort of uh, line. And it's just them little kind of nuances, um, with the backstory that really sort of um, literally makes hairs come up on the back of your neck, you know what I mean? It's kind yeah. of such a wonderful insight into um, into what they were thinking when they wrote them songs and, and, their, and their childhood. So uh, for me, yeah, it's Strawberry Fields Forever. All right, that's a fantastic choice. Um, spoilers, that's not my number one. Um, uh, my number one is probably like when you think of casual Beatles fans, what most people are going to choose. Um, but I, I chose it. It's it's Let It Be. Um, uh -huh. I, I chose it because I cannot listen to this song without hearing my wife singing this to our little girl. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. And so while it's an incredible song in and of itself, that memory on top of it for me is mm. just every time I, I mean it almost brings tears to my eyes because mm. it's just it's become such a meaningful impactful song now mm. um and i mean it was one of the only ways we got our oldest to go to sleep when she was a baby so oh, um, okay so it, it just has a lot of meaning to me and it's another one i sang with my mom a lot mm -hmm. and it just overall I, I really really love that song oh brilliant choice i mean again that could have easily made my top 10 right it's the first song i learned um on piano to be honest oh, um, wow. of the Beatles um, working out the root chords and um, it's a brilliant song and, and, it, and it, it's iconic and a classic that like Hey Jude when McCartney yeah. does um, Beatles songs he'll always do them too and rightly so because um, they're, they're just brilliant and, and again the sentiment and message within is uh, just amazing as well um, so yeah, absolutely brilliant choice. You know what? I've just I've just come to a thought. If we could put my songs and your songs together on, onto like the, a Beatles album, it would be, how wonderful yeah. would them twenty songs be? Well, nineteen because yeah. we both had help, right? But, you know. Yeah, and so cool. uh, what I will, <laughs> yeah what I will do um, I on my other list that I've done with music, I usually will make like um, a playlist on Spotify um, okay. with all our choices on it, and um, I'll share it when I when the episode comes out. Um, I okay. Thank you so much um, for joining me. Uh, this was a fantastic list, and I, any other person that uh, wants to talk about the Beatles, I'm always interested because <laughs> a lot of people my age don't, you know, listen to them that much, and um, so getting to talk to anyone about the Beatles is a joy for me. Um, Thanks. The, ple yeah. the pleasure's been all mine, Kyle. Thanks for having me on your show. I've really enjoyed it. I've really had all a right. blast. Uh, the last half hour, whatever it's been. Yeah. Uh, so thank you so much. All right. Uh, this has been another Top 10. It's, uh, like I said earlier, a weekly podcast where myself and a guest talk about random stuff um, that we rank from.
from 10 to 1. And this week, my guest was Martin Tracy. Um, I've been very appreciative for him joining. Um, and uh, Martin, if they want to, you know, find your stuff, where can they do that again? Yeah, so the most obvious place, I guess, is uh, my website, www.martintracy.co.uk. Um, you'll find me on Amazon.com as well. Okay. Um, and probably just, just, just do a Google search of my name, Martin Tracy. Chances, Martin Tracy author, you'll definitely find me pop up somewhere on all the socials. All right. Um, so it'd be great to hear from anyone as well. Um, yeah. You can contact me through my website. So I'm always open to listening, hearing from people about my books and the Beatles in equal measure, really. All right. Awesome. Uh, and, uh, you can listen to this, uh, another top 10 on anywhere you can get podcasts. Um, uh, like, follow, share, tell your friends, um, and definitely go check out Martin. Um, uh, I'm intrigued now to go, uh, look into your author works. And, um, uh, so again, thank you for joining and, uh, we'll see you guys next time. Mm-hmm.